You're listening to the Retirement Lifestyle Podcast with Chris and Susan Beasley. Hi, it's Chris and Susan Beasley here with another episode of Living the Retirement Lifestyle, where we connect with some amazing people from all over the world. And today we have the absolute pleasure to be chatting with Andrew Logan, who is actually down under from where we are here in the UK. I think you're in Queensland, if I remember rightly, Andrew. Um, Welcome to Living the Retirement Lifestyle. We can't wait to hear all about your journey in network marketing. Yeah, thank you. Honoured to be on. And yeah, hopefully my accent isn't too strong for everyone. But uh, yeah, great, great to be here and, and chatting with um, with you and your listeners and, and chatting about the lifestyle, as you say, and the mindset of retirement even and, and all the things we can do to really maximise and enjoy our retirement. What an awesome topic to talk about. Absolutely. Absolutely. So I guess it must be, well, we're in the morning here as we're um, running this podcast. I guess you must be somewhere in the evening, seven, eight o'clock, something like that. Yeah, it's, it's seven in the evening. So the, the kids are, you know, the kids are well trained with, um, you know, how this all works. Obviously, there's a lot of freedom in our life, but the kids know that, well, you know, that mum and dad might have some Zoom calls in the evenings and stuff. So they're, they're off just taking care of themselves, which is good. Um, our son's actually got a public holiday tomorrow from school. So uh, he's he's going to have any excuse to have a late night, I think, tonight. But um, yeah, it's it's nice and crisp. Uh, talking about, you know, English weather and Australian weather. It's <laughs> very different. Yeah, but it's very wintry here at the moment. And um, it's, it's a bit of a shock because we're not designed for it. <laughs> our houses aren't designed for it. They're designed to get rid of heat as quickly as possible and we get an annual reminder every year that maybe you should keep some of the heat in your house it sounds no, good very, very and, and the funny thing is like we're, we're coming into summer but quite honestly it's probably no warmer than your winter if we're truthful but we're praying for some sun at some point um, so, yeah i'm sure you'll be good yeah 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 so let's ask, let's ask you a question andrew so why did you choose network marketing as the model to build your business when you probably knew at the time that most people made very little money. Yeah, so look, it's it's a really good question because there's a, I mean, I can give you the ten year long version of it, but um, I guess if we if we rewind back to two thousand and three, two thousand and four, I think it was. Yeah, it was the first time someone approached me about this network marketing industry, this network marketing model. And unfortunately, I just wasn't the right person at the time. And, you know, it's a, it was a very well-established company, a very successful company, a very well-known company. Um, but it was just the wrong me. You know, it was the right vehicle and the wrong time and the wrong me in the right vehicle. And so, unfortunately, that also meant that I held on to a bit of a story about network marketing that you remember you tried that back when you were 21 and you know and when you're 21 it was a health and wellness company and you're 21 and sometimes your lifestyle isn't particularly health and wellness based and and it's a bit more sort of party and social life based so um, but in saying all that I was in this process of like really learning about the financial lifestyle and I was you know, I was go- I'd gone through university, and to cut a very long story short, I I was academic at school. You know, I was I was blessed to be academically strong at school, which was great. Um, and everyone was like, you know, you're smart, go be a doctor. 
And it was always my parents and parents, friends and teachers. And obviously it was always with the best of intentions, but I was there at university doing my pre-med and thinking, actually, did I ever want to do this? Or was it just suggested to me so many times that I sort of ended up here? And that's when the questions started in my head. And I started reading the Robert Kiyosaki's and the T. Harveckers and the, you know, George, um, you know, Richest Man in Babylon, like all those great, fascinating books. And I started thinking, you know what, there's got to be a better way. Like there's just, there's lots of different pathways, but this traditional path just isn't for me. And so I started essentially all through my twenties looking for a side hustle and I tried everything. I was trading pot belly pigs. I tried to create my own travel website. I wrote a book on back pain because, you know, I had a health science background from my pre-med um, I sold exactly one copy of that book um, and I, I did all these things and nothing was working basically. And, you know, to cut a very long story short, the 10 years of failures. Um, but thankfully I was 20, you know, in my twenties, I was a single guy. I did have a professional income. I could bounce back from the failures and I learned a lot and I was at least smart enough to take the lessons from all those failures. And so I actually found network marketing again, um, through a friend who was actually an employee of mine um, in the health practice that I owned. I owned a traditional health practice at the time and she was telling me about this thing. And I'm like, oh yeah, it sounds a lot like one of those things I did <laughs> 10 years ago and it didn't work. And I said no to her for six months. And then um, you have, you know, you, you can have in life these things called snap points um, where you just, something in your brain snaps. And for me, we were getting married. My wife and I, my now wife and I were getting married and it was about three months before the wedding and you're putting on your suit with your, your groomsman and your best man and my pants aren't quite fitting. <laughs> and, you know, you call it a snap point, you call it an OS moment, you know, um, and you just think, you know what, okay. And I rang my friend and I said, look, I don't, I'm not interested in your business model, but if those products will help me lose weight before the wedding, I will try them. I will, I will use them. I will buy them off you. But don't tell me about your business model because no one makes money in those things. And, I, you know, it's funny because the products worked. I had a great experience. And some friends noticed and you start seeing $50, $100. And, and as you say, and it was a, really a chance meeting with as someone who was four or five levels above me who was Canadian. And he was over here with his wife and kids and they were traveling through Australia and we had a chance meeting, a very sliding doors moment. And he just sort of sat me down and he painted a picture of like, this is our lifestyle and this is our lifestyle thanks to this industry. And they just had this great lifestyle of traveling around Australia with their family. Their kids got to spend three months in Australia with them. And I wanted that. And we could, you know, I could make money as a, as a health professional, but we didn't have the freedom. And so that's how we sort of, you know, started to dig more and find out more. And it was very funny because, again, the, the company I was with was quite new. And so the top income earner in Australia was making $500 a week. So when my, when my sponsors like financial freedom, Andrew, I'm like, well, you know, $500 a week is fantastic, but that's not freedom. And not when you're on a, you know, you're on a health professional's income. I had a strong six figure income. I wasn't replacing it with $500 a week. Um, but we started and we started to realize and we started to build and, you know, the top income earner in the, in the country started to 
lift and that gave us a target to sort of chase. And from there, you know, I guess the next 10 years were, were a very exciting ride, but we were able to, you know, replace our incomes and become financially free after about two years, which was really cool. So we've spent the last eight years raising our kids at home together and, and living a, you know, a, a very much a dream lifestyle at this stage. It's fantastic. And, you know, stories like that are very inspirational for people because so many people have heard the wrong story, if you like. And we did, didn't we? We did. I mean, when we first came into the industry, it was 2003. Well, 2003 and just the same, we were working in our traditional management consultancy business. And we worked in the veterinary profession, um, helping veterinary businesses develop. And one of the veterinary surgeons um, just caught hold of us one day and he said, oh, I've got, I've got something I want to ask you about. Would you mind if we hopped on a phone call and had a chat about it? We thought it was to do with the business we were working with, had no idea what was coming. <laughs> so, of course, yeah, we had a little chat with him and he said, do you, do you know, would you mind if actually I brought someone in on this call, someone who's got a lot more experience and who can explain it? And we're going... Yeah, of course, that's absolutely fine because he'd still not told us. And we still didn't know. Yeah. And we still didn't. We didn't even know the model existed. <laughs> you know, we were we're business professionals, but what you don't know, you don't know until someone tells you. So, long story short, we uh, tootled off to um, a hotel business presentation. Didn't really want to go. It was late at night after a long day's work, and we had to travel across London, which is a nightmare if you're driving. And we sat in this room and I know many people listening and watching this will totally identify with it. This guy stood up at the front of the room. He got out the whiteboard and he started drawing little circles. <laughs> but our financial brain, his financial brain and nudge, nudge, Susan, got it straight yeah. away. This is something serious. Yeah, passive income. Passive income. This is something that people want and they can tie in, at that time was our thought, with their traditional business, <clears throat> what they're doing now, it will become an income stream. Well, I'm going to tell you, long story short, um, we didn't hang around in that business for very long. It's a very well-known company, actually loved the ethos of it, the personal development that we got into through it, the people we met. But it just was wrong timing, like you say. It was wrong timing for us. We were just too busy bringing up our kids and getting them through university and what have you. But the principle stayed but for years. the principle stayed with us for years and years and years. And when we decided to actually get rid of our traditional business in our mid 50s, we turned to affiliate marketing because that for us was very, very sensible. And we knew we could transfer our skills online and it was very new. And we were like pioneers in all that at, at the time that we did it. But we never lost that passive income thing. We just knew we were going to come back to it. And bizarrely, it was the pandemic that brought us back into that vision and we thought oh my goodness there are so many people struggling that they need to know about this and health and wellness is our thing too um you know we talk about financial wellness but also at our age and the people who are our audience are 
people listening and watching today, um, that's a very, very important part of their life. There is no point having all the money in the world if you don't have good health to uh, accompany it. So fantastic. And that brings me really to the next question um, in your book, which may I give you a little shout out? Yeah. The Way Out. The way out. You. Um, you talk about something called the Big Lake. Do you think you could explain that principle to us, please? Yeah, um, so you were sort of talking about it a little bit there where, you know, financial health, physical wealth, spiritual wealth, you know, emotional wealth, relationship wealth, health, um, health wealth. They're also like intrinsically, I was even using the wrong word there for a second, uh, but they are so intrinsically related. It's, it's really, you can't have, you know, pure health if you're laying in bed stressing about paying the bills. And that's, an unfortunate reality of society and you know as I said with someone with a, a health professional background you just saw the effects of stress on people physically and that emotional toll and physical toll so um, you know and then we talk about freedom and and as you say freedom is the measurement of time and money it's not just I think people especially when they hear financial freedom they think well if I had a million dollars in the bank, I would be free. Or, you know, if there was an extra zero on the end of my bank account. But it's really that measurement of time and how long will the money last? Because if you're making a million dollars a year, but you're spending a million dollars and one, um, you're going to be broke at the end of the year. Like, it doesn't matter what you do. So I, I like to try and explain it. Yeah, like a big lake. And, and if you think about, you know, your wealth and freedom as the water in a lake and, if we think about the big lake, there's going to be these rivers and creeks and streams and that that are bringing, pulling water out of the lake. They're, you know, they're below the level of the lake and the water is coming out through these rivers and creeks and streams. And that is our home loans, our rent, our car loans, our fuel, our food, our credit card bills, our holidays, like all the expenses of living. <clears throat> Excuse me. And so for most people, the top of the lake is going to have one or maybe two incomes coming into the top, one or two rivers. So if you're a dual income family, you know, both working, there's two rivers feeding the lake. Now, the reality is if something goes wrong with one of those rivers, that lake is going to run out of water very quickly. And so we want to, as much as we have, you know, we talk about multiple streams of income and I think about it like a physical water stream, a stream of income coming into the top of the lake so that if there is a little drought, if there is a rock slide, if there is a little avalanche or something and something affects one of the rivers and it could be a raging stream into the top of the lake, if something affects that, these rivers and creeks and streams below are going to drain it very quickly. And so the, the secondary aspect on that and the thing that I'm really passionate about is sometimes in this network marketing industry, we can be a little bit of our own worst enemy because a lot of people, and you know, younger people, especially, and especially in a sort of social media world now, the second they match their income, they're out of their workplace. It's like, you know, I was making $1,000 a week here and I've got $1,000 in my business, but that $1,000, maybe, you know, 300 of its residual and, and 300 was a bonus check and 400 was from some good enrollments that week or something, you know, they haven't quite overtaken, right? But they went from two streams in the top of the lake to one. They had one, they added in another one 
and then they took out this one. And it's like, well, you never really changed your financial position. You're earning an income in a different place, but you've never really totally changed the kind of strength of that lake and the security of that lake. So really one thing that I'm really passionate about and one thing I think we should talk about more is like, well, let me help you get financial security first. Mm. Let me help you have a secure plan B, a safety net that if something ever went wrong, you would always have this secondary income there. And also let me show you how to turn this second income into a third one. And that's why I like to talk about like a wealth loop, where if you can teach someone how to get their money to make money, if your money is making money, and then you can use that money to make more money, and then you can use that money to make more money, it's a snowball, like it's a positive snowball, and it's a wealth loop, we call it. And financial freedom is purely a matter of time. If you have your money making money, you don't have to make money, but your money is making money. Financial freedom is just a matter of time, like how long until that snowball takes over. So, yeah, I like to talk to people about, you know, think about this lake and can we get multiple streams coming into this lake? Because if that lake starts overflowing, everyone wins. And if I can use the second stream to help build a third stream and then the third stream to help build a fourth stream, I can have a lake that doesn't run out of water. Now, you know, freedom Again, subjective word, freedom for Angie and I as parents still with, you know, younger children. We don't need fancy cars. We don't need fancy clothes. Like, it's just not us. Like, it is about time. It is is really a focus of we can keep that lake full, spending time with our children. Now, can we have a nice holiday? Yes, we can. But I would also rather use that money to build another stream and another stream and another stream. And then our children have their own lakes that just start overflowing as well. And we can really change that legacy for them. I think that's, it's so important. We were just chatting right at the beginning before we, we started this podcast, weren't we, about how important that word freedom is to people, but it has to be their perspective of what it is for us. As I explained, you know, we, we are so super grateful that we have a home business, that we've been able to do what we do in the industry we work in and be able to look after my mum who had dementia for the last five or six years and then sadly um, was diagnosed with cancer and passed away just last week. But, you know, we could never have given her the last six weeks of her life by her side every single day. Have we still been in the no business job? job? that we had you know it that to us is what freedom means and for that it was time not just per se the money and I think you've explained so beautifully how that lake works we have our own analogy which is three-legged stool which is very similar so yeah um, you add another leg right and and I think just as you say and like freedom is really a a measurement of choice isn't it that that you are able to choose to do um, something that maybe other people wouldn't have been able to choose or they would have to choose to lose their job um, in order to be there for their parents and in, in a time of need. And, and I think, again, that's sometimes, you know, we can get really excited with financial freedom and it should be, it should be a really exciting topic, but, you know, like, let's just look at the wall. I can, we can help people have more choice. And so much stress, again, you know, financial stress is because they're in a workplace where they don't have a choice or 
they don't have a choice of where and when they get to do or who they get to do the work with. And so, as you said, you've, you've been able to choose to do certain things. Um, and, you know, like money mindset, we can talk money mindset for hours, right? There's, there's that whole ma- mantra that money won't buy happiness. And it's like, well, no, but it does by choice. And, exactly. and if you have more, ch- and, and the lack of choice buys sadness and unhappiness. So having a lack of choice causes stress. And so money can certainly give you more choice and reduce that unhappiness. Absolutely. I think that's a fabulous way of explaining it. Mm. So as we come to the end of half an hour here, Ooh. just one last question. It's really, flung, really flung by actually. <laughs> yeah. um, you, know, you know our audience is basically people in or approaching retirement, let's say age 50 plus. So we know network marketing is a great model for, for generating a, a passive income. So would you think that maybe 50 plus is too old to start? What's your thoughts on that? Well, I, I can tell you that the the one of the top income earners that I've ever, ever met, and this, you know, this guy makes six figures a week. So he does okay. He joined at 74. Um, wow, wow. And I've, I've met him and I've met him multiple times. And again, he's, He's reverse aged because I, I haven't met, I haven't caught up with him for a few years just because of the, the challenges of the world at the moment. Um, but we were last, you know, catching up in in Nashville in the USA about three or four years ago. And I, he's reversed age because I think just, again, when, when you're making $100,000 a week, there's not a lot of stress in your life. So, um, he's, you know, he's got a lot of choice. But I think, it, you know, the serious answer to your question as well is that this does come back a little bit to, uh, I know we're pressed for time, but it's a, a topic I'm really passionate about. I think we we both sort of talked about how, you know, and, and we were talking off air as well, you know, like my first exposure was 20 years ago, your first exposure was 20 years ago. And the, the social media world that we have now and the kind of internet 2.0 has really allowed network marketing to evolve as well. And certainly 20 years ago, it was like it's it's passive income and nothing else, mm. and and you you know you you come in and you make that commitment and you will see the rewards three to five to seven years later. Now, one of the great things of the new world that we have is that we I like to consider we have more of a leveraged cash flow vehicle. So the residual income, the passive income, is certainly there, but you can create leveraged cash flow almost immediately. It is ridiculous in this world to be able to create leveraged cash flow immediately. There is no other business model that allows you to, you know, join a company on Monday morning, do a post on your social media Monday lunchtime, and have people joining your business Monday evening. Yeah. And some companies are even paying daily and everything. Now you can have a check in your bank account Tuesday morning. Yeah. Like that is ridiculous. And Again, like I'd love to talk about this for half an hour alone. I know we're pressed on time, right? But like I, I, you know, to have a traditional business, people spend six, seven figures setting up a traditional business. And then you're told, don't expect to, don't expect to see profits for two or three years. Yeah. You can buy a pack Monday morning and have a profit by Tuesday. Tell me, tell me anywhere on what else you can do that. So in answer to your question, I, I think like, there's, there's never, you know, it's never too late. Like the, the best time was always 20 years ago. The second best time is always today. But also, yes, 
it may be difficult to create this enormous empire as the years go on. Yes, but that doesn't mean you can't start creating more cash flow into your life tomorrow. And, and we talk about, again, like freedom is a measurement of time. It's a measurement of how much cash flows into your life. It's not a matter of how much cash you have sitting there in a pile. And the crude analogy is that money is like manure. Like if you spread it around, lots of things grow. If you put it in a pile, it looks a lot like poo. Like it just sort of doesn't really serve anyone. And, it, and it, you just, you know, I don't know if I can say other words, like, but it, like, it just hoards in a little pile and it doesn't really serve anyone. It's just a pile of crap. So you know, but if you have it flowing around, everything will grow. So you can, whatever age you are, you can start a network marketing business tomorrow and you can have leveraged cash flow into your life tomorrow. And that is unbeatable in this world. And then, yes, if you want to make the commitment, if you stay in the game and you do the work, you can then use that to create more streams of income. You can create your own passive income. You can create your own economy. Um, and that's incredible. But I think one of the best things about the new so uh, the new like social media world that we're in yeah. is that network marketing has evolved to allow people to create cash flow into their life almost immediately. And that is, I mean, that is just phenomenal. I know. And this yeah, is what totally. we find as well. And age is definitely not a barrier to doing what you need to do on social media. And I think people have that reservation. And I know we're coming towards the end of this and we would love to have you back for two or three more parts to this because I know you've got so much to share but I cannot let you go without bringing back the topic of your book because when I got hold of this it just put everything into perspective of what we were doing and how we would communicate that to the people who came to work with us versus just somebody joining a company being told go do this that and the other without understanding the bigger picture so in as brief a moment as you possibly can can you tell us why you wrote the book and who it's for yeah look I the reason I wrote the book was I think um and again we could talk about this at length but I, I, I still distinctly remember our very first major event like our very first major company event we'd been to you know, 20 people in a room at a bowls club kind of stuff. But our, our first big event was in Las Vegas, the probably six or 7,000 people in the room and like our heads explode. Right. But I remember they were doing like the income earner recognition towards the end of the event. And there were just streams of people walking across the stage. And Angie and I, we, you know, we, we weren't making any money at the time. Angie was heavily pregnant. Um, you know, it was a bit of a disaster trip in that regard, but I just remember like turning to Angie and saying, how could anyone mess this up? Like, this is incredible. And then unfortunately I saw so many people mess it up and I saw so many people overcommit themselves to financial, you know, they, they put too many creeks and streams out of the lake. Mm. And, you know, we talk a lot about treat this like a business that will pay you like a business. And it's a very popular mantra but very few people actually truly understand what it means to run a business. So many people come into this without business experience, which again is so cool, but they don't really understand that, you know, you, we do have to budget a bit. And so the book was sort of like not to be a wet blanket and, and be boring. It was to like, actually, I want to give you a really just 
black and white. Like this is what it takes to be financially free. And I want to do it in two parts. So I want to give the first part is how to build your business and how to create that income and create that cash flow. And then I want to do the second part of actually, all right, well, now we want to turn that side hustle, that extra income into wealth because you've made money, but you don't have freedom. And so part B is all about that. And it's like, as you say, I say a lot in the book there, like this is not to be a downer and say, you've got to, you know, put all your money away and never, you know, like never have any fun or anything. This is to dream bigger. I want you to dream bigger than just an extra three or $400 in your bank account. I want you to dream about empires and dream homes and dream holidays and just know that, you know what, maybe it's going to take a little bit more sacrifice and you maybe got to give up the good to have the great, but that's what really separates the successful people is that they're willing to go past the good into great. They're willing to not just settle for good and go right into the great. And so that's who I really wanted to, to talk to and say, I'll help you build your business, but I really then want to help you build wealth. And that means not just settling for nice, we're going to go for amazing. And that and that's really what appealed to me when I first saw, believe it or not, the advert jump up on social media on Facebook. And I just love the way that you explained the bigger picture. And that's what made you stand out from everybody else who were telling you quite a different story. So, Andrea, wow, I mean, we could just talk for hours and hours. And I do hope you will come come back and um, share some more of your inspirational thoughts with our listeners and viewers. But for today, I think it's nighttime for you and we need to let, let you go. So may I thank everybody who is watching us or listening to this podcast and that you will get back to us if you've got any questions for Andrew that we can pose to him when we have him back next time. But for now, thank you for joining us on Living the Retirement Lifestyle. Thank you, Andrew, for being an amazing guest. And we look forward to having you back very soon. So just before we finish, where can they get hold of Andrew? Andrew, I'm so sorry. Where can people find you so they can get hold of you? Sure. Probably the easiest place is if you go to my website, which is www.andrewlogan.net. All my social media handles are up there. So, um, you know, Facebook, Instagram, um, YouTube uh, podcast as well. So there's a a ton of free information on YouTube and podcasts. And there's a few free downloads, like a little DMO and a business blueprint. There's some free downloads that you can grab there as well. So that place has all the social media handles, but Andrew Logan, um, it's a moderately common name. There's an artist um, in New York who's like kind of quite successful as an Andrew Logan. So you may struggle to find me on social media, but otherwise just through there as well. I'll make sure that I put all the links in at the end of this because I do write a blog that goes with this and that will be published with the blog post. But oh, awesome. Thank you so, so much. We really appreciate it. And uh, thank you for everyone. We will see you on the next episode of Living the Retirement Lifestyle. Bye for now. Bye for now. This is the Retirement Lifestyle Podcast with Chris and Susan Beasley.